Welcome to the Wrestling Merchandise and Memories Podcast. Canadian Bulldog here. Don't pretend like you don't know who I am. It's been a long time since we presented this to you. And I can blame, you know, the global pandemic for it. I can blame a lot of other things. But the truth is I've just been really fucking lazy. Um, a lot has changed since we came to you more than a year ago now, including the website that this is brought to you by. Uh, the old Canadian Bulldogs world, it's no more. Forget everything you know about Canadian Bulldogs world. The address is now merchandiseandmemories.com. Same great content, but completely different user experience. And uh, we're really proud of the, the thousands of, of wrestling articles we have on there right now. Um, but what hasn't changed are our co-hosts here. And uh, first, you know them, you love them. In the next year or so, you're going to hear a lot more about this up-and-coming young, youngster as it pertains to the professional wrestling world. What you were, what you might have been saying about Roman Reigns a decade ago, you're going to be seeing about this guy very soon. I've known him since he worked the territories. How the hell are you, Stu Stone? Thank you. Good to be back here with you, uh, Bulldog. And uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've got to talk uh, merchandise and memories. And congratulations on the new uh, rebranding of your website. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I'll move my way up the card, as you said. Thank you. And we're, we've got a lot of stuff like in, in the, the weeks and months to come talk to you about you and, and the world of wrestling. But we'll save that for another time. Uh, next up, he's been an institution on our website, on our podcast. He happens to be the 1992 Pro Wrestling Illustrated Most Improved Wrestler of the Year, the Big Rybowski. Rybowski, yeah. how are you? Thank you. It, it was unfortunately barely beat out Kendall Windham. Yeah, and it was unfortunately all downhill since then, but uh, you can't take that away from me. Uh, Bulldog, thank you for having me. How you doing, Stu? How you doing? Great to be here. Great to talk about some uh, wrestling memories and some nostalgia. Uh, I'm all for it. Let's go. Awesome. Okay. Well, so our topic today is something we've actually, uh, we're well known for at Wrestling Merchandise and Memories, and it's the area of 1980s wrestling video games. And we actually have an entire section dedicated to gaming, more than 50 different reviews by our very own grappling gamer, Adam Zimmerman, who probably would have been a great guest for this podcast that I bothered to plan ahead, but we, we didn't do that. Um, but nonetheless, you know, check out his reviews. You will not be sorry. And we're going to go through a handful of, of video game titles. I'm going to, uh, not that anybody listening to this will see it, but going to play some of the uh, the videos so we can we can watch them in real time. But before that, and before we get everybody's thoughts on the on these different 80s wrestling video games, I wanted to ask you both, what is, what's your favorite wrestling video game of all time? So it doesn't have to be 80s. And, and why? Go ahead, uh, Bowski. Uh, I'm a little stumped. I mean, I'm definitely a big fan of the genre. Um, I mean, the newer games for, you know, like the PlayStation 4 um, in that era were just incredible in terms of detail and what they can do and graphic-wise, but I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the, the first arcade game. Um, I mean, I, I just remember that was kind of the, the top of the mountain, the pinnacle. Um, trekked out to go see that one when it first came out. Uh, that one, I think, always will hold a soft spot in my heart. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's so many that you could speak of. Uh, I don't, I haven't played a wrestling game in the last, like, 15 years, so anything that's come out, like, on a PlayStation or something is, like, not going to be on my list. Uh, but I will say that back in the day, there were some pretty crappy games that got a lot of love. But uh, Bowski said it best. I mean, that arcade game, WrestleFest, I believe he's referring to. Yes. Um, I have. I had at one point um, a, a cab. Like I had the game at no one. No way. I did, and I played it all the time. 
there's a Royal Rumble uh, arcade game that's also pretty incredible. Wow. Um, I don't know if you remember that one, but they had that at that. Uh, uh, if you know the city of Thornhill, there was a place called Thornhill Square. There was an arcade on the second floor that had the Royal Rumble game. Yes. You could play. It, that one was also, they had that for Super Nintendo, which was a great game when that came out. That was the first time, you know, with that expanded roster as well. Luna. Uh, yeah. Was Luna in it, really? No. Luna was in, like, Raw is War, I want to say. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only female character in the game. The original wrestling games, which I'm sure we'll cover, I don't want to like bury the lead here, um, but you know, the music was always more exciting than the game, or like the like promos in between was better than the gameplay itself. Um, unless there's one game which I don't know whether you're going to mention it or not, so I'm going to hold, I'm going to bite my tongue. But there's like a deep cut wrestling game that was super awesome. Um, maybe there's two of them actually, but I'll wait and see what you're going to bring to the table. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, you gentlemen, can you are you able to see my screen right now? Seeing like a, something that's uh, sure, sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mindscape. Right. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna go way back. So I know Rybowski and I both had this game. Stu, I'm sure you played it back in the day, and I'm just gonna get started here. Wow. Yeah. Definitely. I played this yes. at, at your house. Yes. So this this is called Bop and Wrestle. I can see it's oops. I can see it's copyright 1986 from Beam Software. Um, we're, we're just going to, you know, sort of watch it a little bit on the screen, but, um, really quickly, any, any, any memories come to mind of this tremendous, uh, wrestling title? Yes. Wow. Yes. This, this is, this is definitely the first game that I have a memory of playing a wrestling game. Uh, I remember being so excited about it just because it was a wrestling video game. Two of my loves that were merging together. Um, I remember sitting in like the dining room on the old computer and and playing this uh, and just loving it. I, it was also I also remember it being very difficult with the controls. If I'm not mistaken, it was using uh, arrows and, and the letter the letter keys to try to get your wrestlers to do moves. Uh, but I, I was all over this huge mark for this game. Yeah, definitely remember it. Uh, you know when we weren't playing lemonade stand or gumball, trying to get that executive bathroom. Uh, this bop and wrestle game was definitely in the Apple IIc in the uh, in the uh, bulldog living room. Uh, you know there was that uh, character I remember that looked like Ken Patera. There's a guy who looks yeah. like Dutch Mantel. There's I see like a Bobby Heenan looking guy. There's all sorts of uh, AWA ish kind of characters. I wonder who they base these guys off of because you don't see like a Hulk Hogan looking guy like you do in other games. Yeah, no, and, and we'll definitely get into that with some of the arcade, uh, like the cabinet ones. These are, like, we've, right now we're watching a generic sort of hillbilly character uh, continually elbow-tropping a Ken Patera slash Bobby Heenan kind of character. I was um, going to say Bobby Heenan. Yeah, fair. And so there's a... There's a Baron Von Raschke. <laughs> it is, it is it actually was, AWA. Was so this is, is very much 2D. Um, the graphics are, are just abysmal, even by 1986 standards, I feel. But I don't think so. Uh, yeah, I, I, these I are probably good. Yeah, these this probably are, for '86. This is probably really great. I Bob remember the graphics being amazing okay. in this in this the screen where you select your wrestler also, which of course by today's standards are awful. But I remember at the time it was incredible. See, I because I, I'm thinking this is after like in television and Atari, and the, these characters are definitely like you know feel like a step behind. Like right now, the guy in the pink outfit is giving an air. He's like one of the village people giving an airplane spin. Yeah, that's like Adrian Adonis. It could be Adrian Adonis. Um, 
anyways, but, but the one thing I do remember besides the spastic music of this is just how long it took the floppy disk to load on our Apple IIc. Um, yes. And you would sometimes you'd be sitting like, literally for 10, 15 minutes waiting for the some bitch to like to actually start up, and then it would just crash, and you'd have to start your computer all over again, and and that sort of thing. So you know, I think for, that's why we probably didn't play it as much as you would think we did because of that problem. Because yeah. I, you know, like Lemonade Stand, it worked perfect. Oh, I remember it crashing. I, I, if I'm not mistaken, you'd have to kind of work your way up through the ranks um, in this game, pick your character, and and. Uh, trying to win the title maybe or something but i do remember crashing when you were getting close and i would just reboot it and play it again like nothing stopped me i spent several hours on this game i remember see i don't i think i just got very frustrated after a while and wouldn't play it very long but um yeah it, it feels like they, they programmed this in like basic um like it's like like 10 type term wwf 20 go to 10 and then it was just you know what i'm talking about you're hating on this game, but for 1986... Uh, yeah, I don't get it. This is, like, so ahead of its time. This guy's doing a fucking airplane spin. Yeah, I mean, the television Atari games were stick figures skiing down a hill and, like, snafu with, with snakes. Uh, this, like, is this, like, is, this is revolutionary. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, maybe maybe I'm looking at this through rose-colored glasses. Who knows? Um, so, okay, well, so... You aren't. Yeah, I was going to say. Or, sorry, well, I... What I don't know what color glasses I'm looking at this through then. Can't Aaron the punk going at it right now? Yeah, is that is a punk rocker with a mohawk? He kicks out at two. Indian chief. He has a he has a headdress on. Oh, Wong McDaniel. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna go to our next title now, and this one's probably more familiar to most people. Sorry, just to comment on pop and wrestling. Oh yeah. That one definitely holds a dear space in my heart as well. Um, as being that first Wait, wrestling you game. You forgot about it until right now. Uh, no, I remembered it, and I actually was having this conversation with Bulldog before, but I could not for the life of me remember what the name of that game was. Um, so very exciting to, to see that and to talk about that again. Yeah, no, you were, yeah, we were talking about it offline for sure. Um, yeah, so, okay, so we're going to play the next one here, and this is for the Nintendo. On this? Can we hear the music? I can turn the mouse, sure. You don't hear any music? Okay, so then you're not... The people at home are hearing the music. Um, okay. That's that's probably the best part of this game, too, which is unfortunate. This you WrestleMania, bigger, better, badder. This came out in 1989, believe it or not. Um, and, you know, it, it the, the graphics obviously were far better. You could actually enter your name. Uh, in, you know, in, in instead of being like, you know, Randy Savage or it would say Stu, it would say Bulldog, whatever. There were six characters. There was uh, Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. I'm just watching them pop up. The Million Dollar Man. Um, there's Bam Bam Bigelow. There was the Honky Tonk Man. But you could also play like Hulk Hogan versus Hulk Hogan. And they just have different color trunks. That's how you know they're fighting each other. But uh, I'll, t- I'll turn it over to you guys. What 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 are you what are your memories of WrestleMania? One of the first uh, companies to use the three-sided ring. Uh, <laughs> no, I think that it's uh, you know when I first got in and played it, I thought it was incredible. But like yes. looking back at it, it may as well have been one of those like Tommy handheld games. Uh, but yeah, I mean, listen, Bam Bam. I'm watching looking on the screen. Bam Bam looks like Bam Bam. That's cool. I know that the music was like the better part of this game. Um, 
there was I see I don't know what games you're gonna not cover so I don't wanna bury the lead but this one was for this was the first WWF game for sure this is the first Hulk Hogan game so you know I think it was based on Wrestlemania 4 if I'm not mistaken where you try to win the tournament to win the championship right that's sort of the, the game so it was but I was just gonna point out this actually was not the first WWF game or not the first one with Hulk Hogan either there was um, there was micro league wrestling for the PC. I, I never had that one, so I'm not sort of featuring it here. I think it's a lot more obscure. But this was the first that actually felt like a video game in terms of WWF titles. So, so once again, I, I don't understand where you guys where your heads are at because this game was incredible at the time. Looking back, it's awful, but this game was amazing. I remember loving to be Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, because he did, he got around the the ring by doing cartwheels, which was always cool. Um, when you were wrestler was doing well, when you had some momentum going, there would be a little symbol that would uh, pop at the top of the top of the ring that you'd have to catch, and then you'd kind of go on a tear. Uh, for Bam Bam, as we see on the screen, it was the uh, the fire uh, million dollar man had a dollar sign. I remember Andre having a foot. Um, of course, that, it did. that rings a bell. Yeah. Um, Cannot remember what Hulk Hogan was. He had a cross. Correct. Yep, yeah, it was a cross. Um, but, but this game was once again amazing. The frustration on this game, it didn't crash like Bob and Wrestling, but if my memory serves me correctly, which it usually doesn't, but if it does, I remember the frustration of this one was climbing the top rope and getting stuck up there and just not being able to, to get down. Mm. And, and eventually uh, your opponent would knock you off the rope and, and pin you. But I loved this game. I, I mean, I remember once again many, many hours spent on the, playing this game. Yeah, I I definitely played this a lot more than than most titles really that we're gonna look at today. Because um, yeah, it was fun. It had replay value. The one thing like we're even seeing on the screen now that they're they're uh, what's the, what's the word like they they don't det- the wrestlers don't detect each other. They're like awkwardly like missing each other most of the time but that's okay i mean that's you know like you're not expecting this to be super realistic but there was like like beads of sweat when you hit you know elbow the guy in the face there were the uh the honky dunk man i think his symbol was the guitar maybe and of course yeah the interesting thing is i i feel like we're not going to see it here on the video but i feel like each match had like a 15 minute time limit too so it's possible you could have a stalemate <laughs> And, and as we're seeing on the screen, if you're getting hurt, uh, your wrestler flashes pink, yeah. which is <laughs> not the, so realistic. But but this was a great game. The music as well, as, as Stu had said, uh, if this was indeed the one with the music when you're selecting your wrestler, yeah. it was, was great. Uh, what do they call it? 8-bit music? Uh, I don't know if that's the term. That is, yeah. So I'm playing it right now. You guys aren't going to be able to hear it, unfortunately. But So... The funny thing is, so Honky Tonk Man, his music was being, I'm going to turn the volume down, his music was playing for himself. Ted DiBiase, does anyone here remember what his song was? It wasn't Money, 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 Money. I feel like it was uh, uh, Money, no, Money, That's What I Want or something like that. It was like a no. real song or no? It wasn't exactly a real song. It, I mean, it was real in the sense that it was on an album. It was Girls in Cars, the Strike Force song. Well, that makes sense. I know that uh, DiBiase was a big Robbie Dupree guy, so that that make that you know that checks out. <laughs> and did Bam Bam Bigelow not have music? Is that possible, or is it like he, just sound effect? His song was like the theme to like Superstars of Wrestling, or something right. like that. But Andre, 
<laughs> exactly. And Andre the Giants was Stand Back, the Vince McMahon song. So like it had no made no sense. Like Randy Savage is. Which, were, by the way, according to folklore, like Vince wrote that song Stand Back about Andre the Giant. Really? I may have just made that up. <laughs> All right. Well, it, we would hold up the the you know theory of this. Um, yeah, but I mean, like this was this was a, as basic as basic gets. It was fine. It was a fun game, especially you know for for the Nintendo where you know in early days there weren't a lot of there certainly weren't a lot of wrestling titles, but um, it got the job done. I, I was happy with it. I would say for the Nintendo Entertainment System, this isn't even the best wrestling game. I, I would agree um, with you there. But but as a ten year old kid, being able to play these characters. No, but I'm saying like as a ten year old, eleven year old kid, there was other wrestling games that were better than this. So I, but I being able to be you know a WWF superstar fair. was the fair. appeal here. Yeah. Fair. So Stu, I th- I think I know what you're getting at. I'm gonna try and pull it up here if I can find it. And the next game on our the, probably the best one for Nintendo at the time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is this is tag team wrestling. Good one. And uh, yeah, this this That's is the first one that used to be an arcade game also. Really? The Ricky Brothers or what? The Tacky? What is it? The Ricky Brothers? It was, the it was Ricky Brothers and the Strong Bands. The Ricky Fighters and the Strong Bands, I believe. <laughs> and now this is the most frustrating. Like I don't care what genre of video game you're playing, this has got to rank right up there. Um, you you have literally no control over what your characters do. They, there's like a menu that pops up that says like flying HBAT, flying habat, or B slam, or it's the B attack, <laughs> sort of a body attack. Um, this is this is like in television level graphics, so I think you guys will agree. Oh, this is great. Tag team wrestling, fantastic. I, I put many quarters into the arcade machine to play this thing. Uh, and there was, you know, though this is the Nintendo version, which isn't as good as the arcade version, but, you know, this was the first wrestling game that any of us played on Nintendo. We didn't have, this is for sure the first game any of us played on Nintendo. I, I believe you're right. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I remember loving, I, there was humor in this game. I mean, even back then, even though this was groundbreaking maybe at the time, um, I definitely remember thinking it was funny. The, the chubby one of the uh, the uh, what were they called super bads the strong bads strong bads uh, he was funny I remember the move of running to the ropes and kicking the person in the shin and constantly just doing that over and over again there was humor in this game uh, the sound effects were funny um, I also remember uh, it was very yeah. easy to lose like there were some times when you can just do what you wanted to do and do the moves and then there was times when the computer was just dead set on beating you and you couldn't do anything to stop your opponent at all. It was just like, no matter what you did, you'd, you'd lose. Yeah, so so a few notes maybe here. So you mentioned the, the drop kick or the D kick as it's called here. Sometimes it would actually plant you outside of the ring for no apparent reason. Like that was a real, like got some real torque. There, it just as I'm saying it, it happens. Some real torque on the drop kick. Um, the audience are identical looking people, like half drawn oh, faces. Right now, Jesus, man. This is like there was no audience in the WWF game that came out after this, was there? They, but, were, they, they were in a pandemic arena. <laughs> now listen, this is a good game, tag team wrestling. It, I mean, it's fun, and it was the again the first wrestling game. There was another one that came after this one that was also good, but this was the first one, man. And it, I remember there occasionally 
there's a weapon on the outside when you get if you get lucky there's like a a bell or something on the outside that you can use oh you're I, right the bell i, I don't even bell. remember that maybe i never got that far in this one um it was very random the the the, the one thing we're not going to get to see probably is is when they win usually the the yeah. uh, strong bats they have a special dance that they do i love the which dance is, yeah it's basically their their feet like going back and forth kind of spastically that was like to me the the probably the best part of the entire game was watching. And like, often wrestle was AWA. This game is more like world class. See, this is like sort of a sportatorium crowd. A lot of action to the outside. Sorry, how are you saying that's a sportatorium crowd? They're like identical looking people. There's a lot of them. It's a big draw. Yeah, it's yeah but they don't look like rednecks necessarily. Oh, oh some, we're of gonna... some of them Red... actually have rednecks. So the the the. Screen is flashing. Oh, here we go. The Ricky Fighters are dancing. They're doing their big dance. Ricky Fighters and Strong Dads, uh, they, they draw. It's a packed yeah. arena. Yeah. It's, it is it is important to, to note that this was the only uh, two teams you could... You couldn't even play as the Strong Dads. It was always you were playing as the Ricky Fighters. And then when you won, you'd fight the Ricky Fighters again. Hmm. So it wasn't like... You know, in terms of replay value, this one didn't hold it for me. I was, I was not a big fan, but... Sounds like you guys were uh, were more into this the shin kicks and the B attacks and the flying abats than than I was. I mean, as Stu said, this was the first game, and I mean, any wrestling game I guess is better than no wrestling game. So once again, I remember spending <laughs> many many hours uh, reliving this. Seems like probably most of my childhood was yeah, and, and, the, uh, and also you know I think the bar was incredibly low when you got this game, and it was just like awesome to play. Whereas the WWF game, the bar was high. Because it was like Hogan, and it needed to be great. You were like so excited for it to be amazing. This one, you were just hoping that it would work. Revisionist history. It was great. All right. Now, this was. I knew both of you guys at this time when it came out in the '80s, and we all loved it. Wait, we knew each other back then. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Okay. All right. So we've talked more about the uh, tag team wrestling than I thought thought we would. Um, okay. Let's move over to an arcade title. And uh, you guys do. I think the tag team wrestling could be the best of the bunch when all is said and done after we finish all these games today. I'm going to very much disagree. And I think actually what I'm putting up on the screen right now is the best one. Well, we already Uh, mentioned this one. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is this is WrestleFest. Sorry, it's not WrestleFest. It's Superstars. WWF Superstars, I think. Because WrestleFest came out in the 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, WrestleFest is good. But Superstars was awesome also. Oh, there are... Uh, this was this was also awesome. Yeah, no, this is this is 1991. Where like Legion of Doom comes on at the end with Mean Gene saying say no to drugs. <laughs> All right, well, is I, this some, one where where the colossal connection are the champions. I think it's no, DiBiase like, and. Okay. In any event, I obviously I pulled up the wrong game because I thought. Uh, we were we were watching WWF Superstars, but it's 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 essentially the same game. This is a better version. So you've got Hogan, you've got Mr. Perfect, Ultimate Warrior, Demolition, uh, the Legion of Doom are like the boss. Or no, they're, no, they're not the boss level, but they're they're in this. And um, so essentially, there's two modes of play. There's the tag team match, and then there's a Royal Rumble in this. Yeah, this was this is, this is the best game right here. Yeah, Everybody yeah. knows. Yeah. 
yeah, hard pressed to find a better even even modern games. Like I think just this this really does hold up. You've got Mike McGurk doing the ring announcers. I believe it's either Dave or Earl Hebner is the referee, the uh, the third man in the ring there. Well, he looks kind of like Jack Tunney. Um, the only um, end move I knew how to do was earthquakes. No warrior to the press slam, and you can no, just like Sergeant onto Slaughter, the giant. Sergeant Slaughter did the noogie. Yeah, <laughs> but you can go outside of the ring. The graphics and, are absolutely incredible. This is yeah. 1991, you said. Yes. I mean, look at the graphics here. But again, this is an arcade game. This was not on a home console like this. So yeah. This is like 16-bit already, uh, before you could buy a game like this for your house. Absolutely, yeah. The, the, the graph. I mean, the audience is phenomenal. Again, this is the wrong game. This is not the one I meant to. Uh, I'm gonna have to fire my producer after this because it was supposed to be WWF Superstars. But essentially, it's the same principle. A few different characters, like I think Honky Tonk Man and Big Boss Man, maybe were in the first one. Big Boss Man's in this one apparently too. Um, maybe like Akeem and Bad News Brown were in the first one. I, I, I don't totally remember. But I, I played this game uh, literally last weekend on a console and it, it still holds up it's 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 friggin incredible um they have level a modern, there's a there's a um i'm sure you know it but wrestlecade where they uh, it's like a twitter account where they like redo like famous wrestling moments but with with the wrestlefest game and uh it's pretty so, awesome yeah uh, i know a- that they're making a game or they already have a game that's based on like this sort of look and feel with uh you know a bunch of wrestlers and legends and indie guys uh so plug to them but wrestlecade am i getting that right it, the game is called is retromania and retromania, it, yeah it is yeah it's it's officially the sequel to wrestlefest and yeah it looks exactly the same you've got i want to say like road warriors in it um hawkins and Ryder in it like tommy dreamer uh maybe some other guys but yeah i mean it's, it's the same kind of like the same style uh all like tag team matches and things like that and uh yeah i know it's it's I think it's for maybe Nintendo Switch, but uh, definitely like if you if you're into this kind of game, then for sure. Um, okay, n- next up and so so just for uh, just I, I did a little bit of research there. So WWF Superstars, the first game came out in 1989, so before this one. Yes. And the playable wrestlers were Hogan, Savage, Warrior, Bossman, Hacksaw, and Honky Tonk Man. And you would work your way up through the ranks and take on Andre and DiBiase. Yeah, I got that right. Yeah. And I remember the graphics of probably Mean Gene interviewing DiBiase and Andre in between your matches. was just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Again, uh, apologies for for mixing the two up. And Akeem was not in that first one. Any event. All right, so we're gonna move to we're gonna go back to the Nintendo for this one. Uh, I know you guys remember this one. Yes, this is, this is the best game for Nintendo right here. <laughs> the wrestler intro screens. No, no, that's that's the wrong game. You're thinking of Super Brawl. Oh, okay. So what this is, this is 1989's World Championship oh, Wrestling. Lod on the Lod on the on the box. The Road Warriors were on the so. The the wrestler select screen which we're watching right now is is absolutely phenomenal. Um, like you get their hometown, the move, their Ric Flair's specialty is the jumping neckbreaker drop, which is news to me. Uh, you've got Sting. Any research? Who? Sorry. Sting is six three. 
So give me six. Uh, just uh, I don't think if anyone's listening and not watching, uh, I don't think you mentioned what what game this was. I did World Championship Wrestling for the Nintendo. So 1989s. Uh, so you got Lex Luger, you've got like Mike Rotunda, Sting, Ric Flair, uh, the Road Warriors. I want to say Eddie Gilbert was in this. Kevin Sullivan. Really? Yeah. Ricky Steamboat. Lex Luger's finisher, the Neck Ringer. Cool. Yeah. Oh, we're getting IRS here. Mike Rotunda. Um, and anyway, so so you, we're watching the the wrestler select screen. It's all good. Like this is this is far better than any other title. Uh, for any Nintendo game, like ever, I want to say, um, it just it, it gets you excited for the game. Um, but we will get into what happens when the gameplay begins. Um, or are these heights real? Are these guys really that big? Hawk probably. R W yeah. Hawk. <laughs> no. R W Animals R-W up Animal. next. He's six two. I guess that's possible. And his specialty is the power slam. I guess that's that's plausible. Um, but what I remember most about this game, Steve Doctor What Death Williams is now, is renting this at the local video flicks, and uh, and just being so excited because it was like this like almost like counterculture WCW game that you would not be able to see in in most stores. So we're super and excited. Like, and then just like don't return it because it's like so good. I spent many a night. You don't want late fees, but uh, this was the white whale of games. Like it, you couldn't buy it. You couldn't find it anywhere where we were. <laughs> Kevin so Sullivan's. It was... Sorry, I was gonna say Kevin Sullivan's hometown was Singapore, which that's also news to me. This is like a really impressive roster. I mean, if anybody's still listening to this, <laughs> I mean, Kevin Sullivan, Mike Rotunda, Doctor Death, Steve Williams, the Road Warriors, Lex Luger, Ric Flair. Ricky I don't Steamboat. know if I said it already, but Steamboat. Rick uh, Steiner. I mean, there's like 30 wrestlers in this game. And so the other thing, too, I don't think the game will will go over here that we're watching. You could actually customize the moves as well. Like, so you'd have a list of like 12 different moves, and you could choose the eight that you wanted to have. Yeah, here comes the hot stuff. Eddie Gilbert, here's your guy. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a very impressive roster. It was really exciting. I might skip ahead a little bit so we can actually see the in-ring action here. So the, the graphics, uh, I mean, still okay by Nintendo standards, but certainly took a turn for the worse after looking at the uh, the Wrestler Select screen. Uh, Sting. The, the graphics here are not great, but it looks much better. It's easier on the eyes. I like how it doesn't... Are all the wrestlers wearing like the same tights? They are, yes. That, that is a common theme. So Michael P.S. Hayes, another character, uh, is suplexing Sting, and, and uh, Michael P.S. Hayes is wearing, like, blue Ricky Steamboat-style trunks, and Sting is wearing, like, the red equivalent of, like, where it's, like, black underwear and then, like... Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a decent amount of moves in here. Um, it's not just, like, punching and kicking. Um, you know, you can weaken your opponent. There was no music, like, no WCW music in this. But there probably wasn't WCW music at the time, so that's that's fair. Like it was probably you know just generic rock music or whatever. Um, there was a huge outside the ring area to fight. The ring itself is much larger than like say uh, WrestleMania, which was the uh, the first game out. Uh, for, or sorry, it was out before WCW was for Nintendo. Um, but I was always I was excited to play this one, and it was also a challenge where you'd have to. Um, work your way through the, the roster 
to get to the the boss character who was the uh, WCW master. And if you guys remember, it was, he was about three times taller than any of the other wrestlers. It was Andre the Giant in the mask. I have no memory of this. I'm going to see if I can yeah, fast forward. He, he was a giant character in a black mask, if I'm not mistaken. That was, he, he was so tough to beat. I remember beating him as Sting. I have vivid memories of that. But he was the boss, uh, the boss character in this game, which was very interesting in itself. Yeah. And was it uh, Giant Gonzalez? No, this is this is before El Gigante. Um, yeah, so I guess we're not. Oh, I'm getting a commercial now. We're we're not gonna see the giant mask. You have to take me where it's basically the giant machine, with like a black mask. That's who it was. It was the final boss character in this one. Anyways, it was it was a decent game. Um, you know, like I said, I, I really looked forward. I remember seeing the ads for this and the the after mags, and uh, I was like super stoked to play it. Um, okay, what else have we got here? All right, we're going to go to... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next title we got here... I wish you guys could hear the song because it's amazing. It's Pro Wrestling for Nintendo from uh, 1986. Is this one before Tag Team Wrestling? There's no way this was before Tag Team Wrestling. This game is so dope. Um, it might be the best one. I know we've said that a few times, but like as far as gameplay goes, this might be the best Nintendo game, gameplay-wise. Like you know. Yeah. So these were. I remember it being really great. Yeah. Like all original characters, so these weren't licensed. Like Starman, Giant Panther, Kin Can Corn, things like that. Um, you've probably Kin seen Kin this Kin online from, before. Kin Can Corn is from Korea and he does the Mongolian chop as his move. Yeah. We've got an Amazon fighter here. He's basically like a monster. King Slender is like your your baby face from USA. Um, there's there's really good music, but again, you're not gonna be able to hear it. So let's just we're just gonna fast forward to the the in ring action. Um, this is a really like the graphics of this really really solid. Um, like there was no like sometimes when you have like wrestlers lock up like part of their limbs disappear because like the two characters are too close together or whatever that never happened in pro wrestling for the NES. I like the cameraman on the outside. Yeah, cameraman's like moving back and forth. You got referee who's like larger than the the wrestlers. Um, it's a good game. I mean, now I'm looking at it and maybe I just remember it being like so awesome. It doesn't look as impressive. Uh, as I remember it being, but I just remember really liking this game and Starman, that was my guy. Yeah, Starman was was pretty awesome. The high flare. Yeah, like this, yeah, I guess he'd be the closest to like maybe the Blue Blazer at the time or whatever. He did like all these like flippy floppy moves and things like that. But he was he was really spot, good. Spot. <laughs> it was a spot fest. I I really like. High spot, high spot, high spot. Was like, <laughs> there's an announced team as well. It looks like. Yeah, I see yeah. that. Oh yeah, they're in the audience, but uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, this is like one of those games. Yeah, a winner, oh, is, winner you. is you. <laughs> uh, we're watching now. Starman is taking on Kin Corn Karn, and uh, it looks kind of like Killer Khan. Challenge next match. Yeah. Um, the translation is pretty awful. <laughs> um, but there was there was a lot of like just different moves in this. Like you see, like we've seen like Brain Busters and. And uh, Starman keeps having this like flippy drop kick kind of thing, um, like just much more advanced than most wrestling games I think in 1986. Do you guys have any sure. other? 
Any other memories of this game? I was always surprised that Kim Kang Corn never got a push. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was too. I, I remember liking this and thinking it was pretty groundbreaking at the time. Watching it again, it probably looks like the least exciting of all of the ones that we've seen so far uh, on this podcast. Um, Starman was was a star, though. I mean, he was the guy that, that carried this game. I think he was he was definitely the, the baby face out of it. He had like yeah, he had like a lot of moves, and uh, I don't know. I, I really like this one. This is one like it was again the the whole idea was to challenge through the entire roster. I don't think they had a boss level necessarily, but you can win the championship. I seem to remember there were like when they did certain moves, they'd actually like um, zoom in on the character doing it. But I may be making that up. Um, again, a winner is you. With uh, now Starman is ranked number three, as he takes on the Giant Panther. Uh, Stu, any any other thoughts of uh, pro wrestling? No. All right. All right. That's the type of gripping analysis we have here on the uh, Wrestling Merchandise and Memories podcast. I think I've got one more, and yeah, here we go. This is another arcade game. And really, like, banging music here. I wish uh, you guys could hear it, but... Oh, yes, I like... This was a good one. This main is event. The main event by Konami. I played this in the arcade. I played the shit out of this in the arcade. Like, it was a really fun game. Yes, wow. big, I have big not Bundy. seen this game in forever. This may have been the game that was sucking all the quarters at the arcade. When did this come out? Uh, 80s. <laughs> not sure exactly when. But um, just to, to explain what's going on, so it's another tag team type situation, and they've basically done like you know Dollar Tree versions of all the popular wrestlers here. So there's a Ricky Steamboat, there's a Road Warrior, there's a King Kong Bundy with orange hair, and as a big Bundy mark, I was very happy with that. There's a Hulk Hogan, um, there's a Coco Beware here on the wrestler select screen. There is. Is that Bill Maybe, and then there's. Andre the Giant to our left with, like, somebody painted over orange facial hair on him. He's Alan the Empire and King Kong Bundy's Bigfoot Joe. They're facing tonight the Maui Mahler and Conan the Great, which is Hulk Hogan. Interesting. Who's the Maui Mahler? Like Superfly, Snooker? Maybe Superfly. Yeah, he is. He's, he's like... Well, he looks more like Ron Simmons on screen right now, like WCW-era Ron Simmons, but... I'm sure that's not what they were going for, considering Ron Simmons wasn't around yet. Um, Haku, maybe? Maybe. Maybe like an islander or something like that. But the Andre the Giant character, Alan the Giant or whatever his name is, he's like, he's much larger than everybody else. And it's like... How these guys look in suit? Like, these are clearly King Kong Bundy, Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Snuka. It's like, clearly... I, I mean, the lawyer, like, you know, pleading the case, like, you know, clearly my client has orange hair. This is not the same as Andre the Giant. Like, that's a picture of Bundy and Andre. It really is. It's awesome. They just, like, added hair. So they're showing, like, newspaper clippings from the winning. Um, there's, yeah, Coco Beware and one of the Road Warriors. Like, all of these games. King Kong Bundy suit, like, he seemed like the type of guy that sued everybody. What's the name of this game? The main event. That's even the name of a show, the main event. Uh, so t- tonight we're seeing Alan the Empire and Bigfoot Joe going against Saturn Six, which is the Road Warrior guy, and the San Antonio Smasher, who is uh, basically Coco Beware. 
minus Frankie. <laughs> yes. Um, amazing graphics if you can get past the like the copyright infringement. Um, well, why would you want to get past it? That's probably that's the best part of this game. Yeah, like you can an unlicensed licensed game. Yeah, like you can pretend you're Andre the Giant and King Kong Bundy as a tag team. Like, why the hell not? Why wouldn't you? This is I just sorry. This is mesmerizing. This is like, this was one of my favorites. I feel like in the arcade, I remember many a day at Newton Brook Bolarama playing this one and uh, and never winning, but always re- really like is just eating up my quarters. And I do have to say though, because we're all fawning over this, it's still no WrestleFest. It still doesn't even hold a candle to WrestleFest. Fair enough. Here I've got the actual list here, guys. The wrestlers, uh, every wrestler a player could choose from was a look-alike of a contemporary WWF wrestler. Characters included El Condor, similar to El Canic. I don't know who that is. Uh, Conan the Great, Hulk Hogan with a full head of hair. The Maui Mahler, similar to Haku. Kamikaze Ken, Ricky Steamboat. San Antonio Smasher, Coco Beware. Saturn Six, Demolition. Bigfoot Joe, King Kong Bundy, and Alan the Empire, Andre the Giant. Alan the Empire. That's like just just distance enough so you can't get sued. Um, so th- those are the games I wanted to go through. Those were, I think, what, six or seven of them. Um, but Stu, you were mentioning at the outset there were some, some 80s games that you wanted to get into. Did we cover them all? Is there something we're missing? No, no, not at all. No, no. The very first WWF game ever you did not cover correct micro league wrestling micro league wrestling was it took forever to load but it was so cool i mean there was also micro league baseball but micro league wrestling it was like a rpg kind of thing like you'd pick what the next move was going to be then it would show like a clip like an actual clip of yes a wrestling match as the gameplay Yes. I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, in hindsight, you know, it's probably not that great, but it, I I just remember it being so awesome because it was like real video. And it was real yeah. video, yeah, and, and real interviews, I believe, too, and yeah. really cool, but it was just the same thing over and over. If I'm not mistaken, I think there was two or three matches that you could do, wow. and that's it. So I've just pulled it up on the screen. It's taking forever, to even on here, to load. There's Hulk Hogan and there's Randy Savage. I think that might be it in terms of the characters. Type arena name. No, then... there's matches. Here's the matches that you can do. Hogan versus Savage. Hogan versus Orndorff. Then there was an expansion disc that you could get that had Savage versus Honky Tonk, Duggan versus Harley, Hogan versus DiBiase, Jake versus Rick Rude. Uh, so the expansion makes it more interesting, I, I suppose. But you couldn't have, like, whatever wrestler against each other, though. It was, like, only those matches. No, you had right? to pick a specific match. But it was pretty cool, like, considering that this is years before the Nintendo. Um, and then, of course, you know, later in the years, there was, like, a Sega CE game that had, like, actual wrestling clips, if you remember that, Bowski. The this, Steel this Cage one, and the yeah. roster was, like, 50 people. It was That was an incredible game. But, but that was 90s, though, for sure. Rage in yes. the Cage, I think it was called. Or Steel yes. Cage Challenge or some something like that. No, Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. Rage in the Cage. Yeah. I know which one you're talking about. For, like, Kamala was in it. Like, Bret Hart. Yes. The Head Shrinkers. 
and it would take also like 30 minutes to load but then it would you wouldn't have to load again once the game started yeah like so we're, we're watching this on the video right now and it's it is definitely impressive uh howard finkel's on howard, the script on the bottom yeah um ladies and gentlemen uh, but it, it does take forever and a day to to get anywhere. Yeah, there's oh, music playing. You What's that? Hold on a uh, where are you showing? Oh, there it is. Yeah, I remember this. This was so awesome back then, but obviously, you know, it's not. But back then it was cool. I feel like it would be really cool the first time you played it, and then it just was boring after that. Yeah, there was no skill in it. You would just pick a move, and, and it would show it was you almost like a dice game. And it would either you execute well, the move. Well, it's much better than like uh, I guess a future episode. Maybe we'll do uh, WrestleMania, the uh, VCR game. <laughs> do you remember that? Oh yeah. Yes. I I, I don't think we're gonna get to cover that because that's it's probably ultra specific. So you can take us through WrestleMania, the VCR game. Uh, I was like. I, I don't think I actually ever played the game. I just put the tape in and just watched it. <laughs> it was so dumb. Let's see if it's I can probably get... probably really good if there's a video of it. Oh, there you go. Maybe someone's got just... a video that they can show us. Let's see here. Thank you, YouTube. Let's see if there's I anything... Wish we little... could... I wish we could hear. If you let me play it on my end, we could hear. Um. So go for it, sure. Pretty much, pretty much the... This is yeah, just... It's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the guy's just like talking about the, what the components are of the board game, so maybe we'll skip that one. Um, any, I don't any, even think he has a he has a VCR. The guy whoever's <laughs> putting this on YouTube. That that could be it for sure. Um, what what other games? Uh, WWF games. Or or any eighties uh, wrestling games for the video games. I mean, I can tell you, tell me if we covered these. So, WWF games, the first one was Micro League Wrestling, came out in 87. We covered that, right? Yeah. Yes. WWF WrestleMania 89 for NES, we covered that. Yes. WWF Superstars, their very first licensed arcade game, we covered that. Kind of, yeah. 1990, WWF WrestleMania Challenge for the NES. So that gets into, that was the one with the music, but that gets into uh, the 90s. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as far as any other 80s games, WCW Wrestling you showed us, uh, and then I believe that would be maybe it. I, I feel like, sorry, I was going to say, I feel like there may have been some other uh, arcade games. the first game, man. Tag Team Wrestling came out in 83. Yeah, wow. Before Bop That's and Wrestle. Mania in 85, an arcade game. Uh, wasn't there also a Fire Pro Wrestling, which I remember looking in '89? Wasn't there a Muscle Tag Team Wrestling? There was. M U S C L E. I don't know what it stood for, but Muscle Wrestling. There was. There was also a PC game that I remember. That was uh, NES. That one would crash all the time. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So we've got a review of this up on Merchandise and Memories, but I'm just gonna try and share my screen here for a second so you can see it. This is this is awful. This is, I don't know why they're showing Mega Man right now, but just bear with me for a second. Are you guys oh, able to see it? This is horrible. It's all the grayscale characters. So is this for Nintendo or is this PC? This was NES. Wow, it looks horrible. 
Is that Homer Simpson? <laughs> it does yeah? It does kind of look like Homer Simpson. I mean, the the muscle like I think it's it's not, this was supposed to be like those little pink muscle like figures that you can buy. Yes. Like, yes. So yes. this is supposed to be like for little kids and like falling on their tush moves as we see. <laughs> That's all they're doing is falling on their tush. And he caught a green ball in like a power pellet. This game must have been pretty old too, no? Yes. Yeah. This is this is a very frustrating game if I remember. I don't. I don't think actually I ever played it, but I've seen this before for sure. Is it over? He didn't pin him or anything. He just kind of pushed him, him, and now he's jumping up and down. There, this is in rounds, apparently. This is a pretty awful game. I don't remember it being great, but I do remember it. I remember having little muscle toys. Yes. Like those, and I think I have that Homer Simpson guy. I think he was like the the main muscle character. Yeah, but pretty, pretty awful. Yeah. Alrighty. Oh, we we could watch this this muscle game all day, I'm sure. Um, any 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 other closing thoughts, guys, on on 80s wrestling video games? No. Um, it's hard. I mean, it's nice to go back to the nostalgia and see these games. Um, I feel like if playing any of them except for maybe the two arcade games would probably be tortured right now um, after you know all the technology available um, but definitely fun to reminisce and once again I remember spending many 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 hours playing uh, these very games so I do remember for for the, the the first the Wrestlemania for NES playing it and customizing the names so you could have actually you know pretend that like the honky tonk man was somebody else and you know like just use your imagination a little bit and that gave it just a bit more value um but anyways that that was i think that was probably my my go-to from a from a console standpoint love wwf superstars slash wrestlefest as well um yeah so <laughs> i guess that's about it um <laughs> uh <laughs> we we're we're out of like practice for this this podcasting so we don't quite have the rhythm that's okay um Rybowski, where can people find you on social media uh hey, that's the end of the show is that the end of the show but do you have a better way I, I mean you didn't put any horns on like we practiced I, I literally asked you I said do you, anything else to add you said no <laughs> no well I thought we were like going into like more wrestling games I didn't know we were just doing the eight. That's, you got to stretch it out. This is like 45 minutes on 80s games, right? Yeah, well, we can, I guess so. You got, always yeah, want to leave them wanting more. It's actually over no, an hour. We, we, we covered them all. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot more 90s games, so unless this podcast can go two and a half hours. Have uh, you ever played any of those Legends of Wrestling games? Yes. Yes. I have uh, a few of them. Are they good? They are not. There, I mean, like massive roster, like you get like the Von Erichs and like Kevin Sullivan and George the Animal Steel, and they have like you know custom music and stuff like that. Games are friggin' terrible though. Mm-hmm. I would say them if you if you just survey most people, they would say WrestleFest is the best game. Period. Right. But um. As far as as far as console games go. Maybe in I didn't own this game because I was a WWF guy, but there was a WCW NWO Revenge. What's it called? That for yes. for uh, N64 that everybody seemed to, to love. 
Yes, that was a good one. I think the Royal Rumble for Super Nintendo was the best, maybe, console game. And, uh, that was a good one. Or No Mercy, that the one that seems to get the most love for uh, Super Nintendo. Smackdown, one of the first Smackdown games where you can climb up on onto the Here comes the pain. With I think Here Comes the Pain was like the second one. Just Bring It was the second one. And then Here Smackdown Comes the Pain. Smackdown 2, Know Your Role. Yeah, like those ones. But there was one that you can climb on the fist that I remember being pretty amazing. And you have backstage brawls and all that. You can fight like WWF New York. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we, we will get to all those, like those different decades uh, another time, I'm sure. Um, so, Rybowski, sorry, where can people find you on social media? CNA wrestling games. Did you know that? Yes. Are they good? Um, the story for TNA Impact was crazy. I've got that one as well. Um, like just like just really weird. It was like it, your wrestler like woke up unconscious. Um, somewhere like and he had to like work his way back through the roster. Like he worked on independent shows. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was very interesting. <laughs> so. I know, I, like, this is a really weird dynamic because, like, Stu's trying to stretch this out a little bit. I but... really like the WCW game, though, where you could, did, where it did have the menu, where it would say stuff like, like Super Raw. I, I can't quote it, but... You can't quote it. No second chance. Who deserves the bounce? Woo! It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> the sexiest fault. man alive. And they weren't like the actual wrestlers doing the voices either. No, not even close. It was no like, Stu, you might have done the voice acting for like you might have been Rick Steiner. I'm not sure. No more full. What's that game called? Super Brawl. I'm if you gotta get the audio for us so we can at least leave on a high note. All right, I think that that's only fair. So I'd play it on my end, but you won't be able to hear it then. That was a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, it was. Yes. If you go, there's a, there's something on YouTube that just says, like, playthrough or whatever, and then you just skip the introduction, and it will actually, you'll see the the wrestler select screen for some time, if you want to pull us through that. Oh, I've got it. God, this is from 1994. Yes. Getting way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are really jumping the fucking shark here. Let's see if okay, I can Okay, nobody's listening at this point anyways. Hold on, let's see. Impact! Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Ah. Yeah, here, here. You tell me who the wrestler is, okay? Ready? Yeah. Liz listening at home, you ready? Yep. Here we go. I'm bad! Try to be bad. You. Sorry, sorry. What the hell's going on here? He got the first one. I'm Hold bad. How about. I'm gonna get you. Who's oh, that? Is Barry Windham? No. no. Uh, coming to get you. Um, Scott Siner? Vader. Vader. No. Vader. Vader's like, who wants Vader? <laughs> Sting? <laughs> Not actually Sting. A thirst for high impact! Pillman? That really, that really was his voice. Yeah. A thirst for high impact! Yeah, maybe, maybe you guys are wrong, because that really was Brian Pillman. Okay, but wait till you get to Ron Simmons. Or Rick Steiner. Yeah, you want Vader is really Vader? 
deserves the belt? Steamboat? Steamer? Steamboat. Who deserves the belt? <laughs> I'll bang! Yeah, we got that you already. Want we got that already. It's not my fault. <laughs> Rick Steiner. Not my fault. Why is that a quote? Yeah, and he's like doing like a gyration. It's not my phone. It's not my phone. Not my phone. I might do the actions too when I hear them. Invincible, that's not good. Barry Wyndham says Invincible. Who deserves the belt? The sexiest man alive. That was really Rick Rude. <laughs> that was not Sting. This man alive. Show me respect. Oh, yeah. Show me respect. <laughs> this is a, the, the Rick Snyder and the Ron Simmons are the two best ones. <laughs> Who deserves the belt is pretty good too. <laughs> Show me respect. They haven't done Rick Flair yet. He goes, woo! Who deserves the belt? I'm back. You want me? It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Invincible. That's very window. Ah. Invincible. Anyway, there you go, guys. That was a good way to uh, close up shop here for another exciting edition of. Uh, sorry about that. Oh, my bad. Didn't need to push that. Uh, it's not my fault. <laughs> there you go. My fault. It isn't your fault. Stu, where can people find you on social media? The man alive. <laughs> the sexiest man alive. Show me respect. <laughs> Just gets funnier as you listen to it. Show me respect. Why don't Why don't they have flair? Show me respect. It's not playing flair for some reason. This podcast goes on for another two hours. <laughs> you can find me on Frank at Rybowski Mega. So he's answering this. Who deserves the belt? The sexiest man alive. Roach is in the game, too. He's no second chance. No second chance. No second chance. Oh, that's him. You want Vader? Oh, now we're going to get them all. Okay, here's Vader. We'll close on the right note here. So there's Vader. Okay. Coming up next, we've got... You want Vader? we got Rick Rude coming up next. The sexiest man alive. Okay, Flair coming up next. You guys ready for some Flair? I feel like it'd be easier to call Flair at this point. Gonna have to do a whoop. Here comes Flair, baby. That's not fair. This is Flair right here. Woo! Yeah! Woo! So bad. Woo! It's like, woo! (laughs) The sexiest man alive. Yeah, we get it. (laughs) Thirst for high impact! Today? All right, well, there you go. Invincible. <laughs> thank you, uh, thank you, dog, for having us, and uh, let's do this again, man. And we'll, we won't wait another year next time. Uh, you've been listening to Merchandise and Memories podcast, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>